0: Hey everyone welcome to the fasting for life podcast my name is dr scott Wadier, and i'm here as always with my good friend and colleague tommy welling good afternoon to you sir and happy happy new year how are you wow happy new year yeah i'm doing great how are you doing fantastic my friend want to be the first to welcome all of the listeners in to 2023 sir Ooh. i cannot believe like i don't understand how the last few years have gone by so fast. yeah. But the fact that there is now a three at the end of our four-digit year is just absolutely mind-blowing. So from the Fasting for Life family, from Tommy and I, we want to welcome you to the podcast and to this launch episode of the 2023 campaign. Yes. We want to make fasting an absolute game changer for you, your friends, your family to achieve the health that you've always wanted, to get those weight loss results that you've been searching for. And we're going to do a little something different today, Tommy, Mm
1: -hmm. as
0: we kick off 2023 with some intention and some guidance on what we think are the highlights from 2022, and most importantly, Mm -hmm. what we can do to build on them for this upcoming year.
1: Yeah, this is cool because, you know, we started pouring back through, you know, all of the the episodes and the discussions and the conversation points and, and, uh, Which are never you know, ending. Th- yeah. Right. And, and, you know, feedback and number of downloads and, and what, what hit us, what hit, you know, a lot of listeners. So just a, just a really cool thing. So I, I think we've uncovered some, some hidden gems that are gonna be, you know, needle movers and game changers setting that, that mindset and, and what to do, you know, going into the new year. So this is a, this is a cool time. I, I love this as like a mental reset, time of year, because there's always this like mental urgency, even if you don't do like strict goal planning or New Year's resolutions, because you, you know, intuitively, they, they really don't work like that. But at the same time, a, a new year is is always a great time for a new chapter, new beginnings and, and new habits to start to build or reinforcing the ones that have been working, you know, over the last year. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So perspective, of course, right, going back and reflecting on what worked best. One of the questions we get most often is, and we're gonna highlight this today in one of the episodes that we're gonna mention. We want this this episode to really be a launching pad for the year, but also a place where you can bookmark some of the key components of what we found that worked best or had the biggest impact from your feedback and -hmm. also from our application from the previous year. So whenever we get the question, hey, I fell off, I haven't been consistent, how do I get back on track? Hey, I was able to lose 15, but now it's creeping back on. One of the things that we always ask in dialogue is, is in framing it in a way is, okay, we typically will focus on what's gone wrong in the process when we really need to be focusing on what worked right, when it worked, and then build on those foundational habits. So as we wrapped up the year, we did a goals and a prep for 2023 episode that came out last week. Talked about some basic benefits of fasting on metabolic health. And then, you know, the fasting wheel of life is something that we've newly introduced, like putting those categories in place that fit for you when looking at the long-term goal or the long-term destination, the long-term endpoint. You in the new body, the new clothes, the new confidence, the new you, right? Living in that, stepping into that new identity and embodying it. You know, as so, when we go into today's episode, we want to give you a roadmap and some of those foundational habits from a fasting perspective, or from from our perspective of conversations we've had, content we've had, questions we've answered. That can really, if you're new, first and foremost, get you like the accelerated version of how to get the major points from the last year of the 52 episodes that we've given out, right, mm-hmm. and that we've produced. Yeah. And then also, if you're a long-term listener, really solidifying some of those foundational fasting, those foundational lifestyle type habits, Tommy. So
1: yeah,
0: we've done something in similar way back at the end of 2021, we did kind of a year in review, right?-
1: mm-hmm.
0: And then at the beginning of last year, at the beginning of this uh, of tw- well, man, I can say last year now, that's so right. crazy. Yeah, you yeah. see my <laughs> brain just glitched in real time? Yeah, The beginning of last year, oh, shivers. We started off with an episode that has been one of the most downloaded episodes that we've done. And it was just sharing the journey of someone who lost 50 pounds in about four months following fast cycling and fasting for life protocols. Yeah. And it makes sense to me, right? And we're going to start with the most recent and work all our way back, but I wanted to give us the bookend of where we're going to end up a year ago, right? Yeah. And a year ago, we were highlighting inspiration motivation a mm-hmm. successful fasting journey and what that could look like to lose 50 pounds and since then he's still crushing it he's right. still rocking the gym with his son they've yeah. now rewired new family traditions and habits around the holidays um, new exercise programs and they've stepped into that new identity and now he's had that the fam- familial merge too yeah. so we're going to work our way back from um the 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 most impactful caught co- topics and conversations, we want you to bookmark this episode as a place that you can go to to launch, right? If you're mm-hmm. new or to get back on track, if you've been listening for a while and still searching for that consistent long-term result, which is what we all want, but which what we know by the stats show as well is really hard to obtain as only 5% of people do so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, even when we're, when we're talking about number of episodes here, just having some of those pillars, like every time when we hit 50 or a hundred or 150 or, you know, episode 200, or, at, you know, at the, at the beginning or the end of the year, we want, we want those to be easy because if the easier they are to kind of go back and find my footing again, or go, yeah, you know what, uh, episode 150, or the, or, or the first one at the, at the beginning of the year, you know, like really hit me then I can go back because again, to your point, that's something that worked. So how do I recreate more of what worked? Let me get my mindset right back into where I was. And that's a great first start right there. Cause I can listen to this episode, you know, 10 different times and help me, you know, get back on track all throughout the year. What
0: was I doing when it was working? Go do more of that. That's as simply stated as it can be. What was working when it was working? What was I doing when it was working? (laughs) Okay, let's go back. Because typically we'll get in the opposite mindset, which is let me focus on all the stuff that I didn't do right, right. And let me just, you know, do my yearly three-day fast at the end of the year because I screwed up again. Uh, and, you know, 15, yep. you know, what are the uh, 15 lashings, right? And like yeah. the shame meme from whatever that show was, that was really big. Game like Game that had dragon's in it. Game of Thrones, <laughs> right?
1: Shame. Yeah.
0: I know I watched it. I have no recall. It's It's ridiculous. So... When we look at this, let's start with the most recent and work our way back throughout the year, highlighting some of the, the most impactful things that we've seen from y'all, the listener, and then hitting some of the high notes. I'm putting some frameworks together on those exact situations, Tommy, where it's like, I need to get my mindset back to when it was working. Yes. And these are the conversations and the episodes that we think are gonna get you there. So we're gonna start off with episode 150, which we titled Tenants of a Fasting Lifestyle. Now, this episode's only a couple months old, but it's already skyrocketed to one of the most downloaded, most listened to episodes that we've done.
1: Yeah. Tenants for a success, successful fasting lifestyle is like um that that's a mindset graduation shift right there. That's that's one where if if I'm looking if I'm looking to lose 10 pounds or 60 pounds or, you know, whatever my number is, I can be thinking about. A diet right like like tracking and counting and things like that and even when i come to fasting i could still be looking at it as a diet rather than seeing the big picture like being able to zoom out seeing what works and and as a recipe for success as a lifestyle adaptation so i feel like episode 150 really allows my mindset to graduate to a different level where now i'm seeing it big picture wise which is the perspective that I really need to start leaning into this, so I'm not looking at like, oh, fasting is my new diet, and I can eat whatever I want, you know, while I'm doing it, and I'm gonna feel like I need to do those three day fast in order to for reparations or you know whatever it is, and I have these big swings in volatility. No, as we can, as we can frame that around a, a lifestyle, something that's actually sustainable, that that really puts me on the right in the right direction, moving in the right direction. The other cool
0: thing about that one. is, and then we're going to go through these and they'll all be listed in the show notes as well. And then exciting news. We're also going to be coming out with a brand new fasting. How do, how do we want, we haven't named it yet, Tommy, and you get the peek behind (laughs) the curtain right here, but it's going to be like the beginner's guide to the fasting for life method. Yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. So how do you apply fasting the way that we've applied it and the way that, uh, you know, millions of people have now listened and reached out and challenges and groups and coaching and all that. Like, yeah, we're going to be, Coming out with that and 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 just it's it's yours. Like we want to give it to you so you have the tools so this year can be the most impactful, right? So absolutely this isn't just an episode, you know, self-aggrandizing. Yeah, oh, yay, look at us, all these wonderful no. no. <laughs> we want you to take this information and go do it, right? Actionable. So yeah, keep a lookout for that as well. The second part of this tenants for a fasting, successful fasting lifestyle, this episode 150, is factors that significantly impact your blood sugar. Mm-hmm. So the secondary kind of like snuggled underneath the conversation yeah. about like that mindset shift is the importance of why we fast and why in the state of metabolic health that we have today in the United States, why it's so poor and, and how we can undo that and reverse it. So yeah. episode 150, it's a, it's one of our longer episodes. We typically try to keep them 30 to 35 minutes or less. We know everybody's busy. It's crazy. It's fast paced when we do our weekly episodes but sometimes like that one it goes a little bit longer and then today's probably as well because mm-hmm. we're going to kind of be unpacking a year in review type where we we're going to hope add some additional value. So from there we go down to episode 146 which ties into that secondary kind of snuggled under topic mm-hmm. from 150 which is the dawn phenomenon and having high blood sugar numbers in the morning and more importantly like what does that mean and what the heck do I do about it? But interestingly enough this is one of those, Tommy, that you pulled out that if we look at the statistics, y'all didn't really seem to care that much about it. And we're telling you that you yeah. should.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That And uh, like literally no like, the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the blood sugar. Yeah, like the blood sugar, it's literally like lurking under the surface, but it's also like, well, that, that doesn't sound like a, like a very exciting episode. Maybe I'll, I'll pick one of the other ones that, that, that seems more How interesting, How do we lose 50 right? pounds
0: in four months? Yeah, sure. What's my fasting schedule? What's a clean versus dirty fast, right? Well, you'll go to those, but no, this is one that I, we believe that everybody should listen to. And if you don't know what, why blood sugar is important, then yeah. it's time to click the show notes and go grab a Keto-Mojo and start tracking your blood sugars in the morning because that was the final piece of the puzzle for me in realizing that all of my lab work that was slightly ticked outside of the normal range now, cholesterol numbers, liver numbers, uh, blood pressure numbers had always been high mm-hmm. since my early 20s. And then, you know, all of a sudden I was like, man, I, I, I can't figure this out. Test and test and tests and tests. And I'm just, I'm missing something. It was insulin resistance and my blood sugar that was going undiagnosed because I do a fasting blood sugar test mm-hmm. and it would be in the nineties. That was just like a one, a one snippet. And then it went into the hundreds. And I was like, oh, wait yeah. a minute. Now it's not coming down after I have an indulgent meal. Now yeah. I've got some issues. So blood sugar, 146, man,
1: 100%. 146 because that that high blood sugar and and like what to do about it that that's literally starting to explain how like why is fasting so powerful how is this actually working why does this seem to move the needle for me when nothing else did it's it's because it's actually getting at those blood sugar numbers and and squashing it down the, the higher blood sugar in the morning so um i absolutely love that so so resist the urge to to skip past it and click play on that one. Yeah. Dawn phenomenon. I don't have that. I don't have diabetes. Exactly. Exactly. Yet. And that's the
0: reality. We were on that path, right? Tommy?
1: Yeah, we, we absolutely were. And as the weight, as the weight ticks up and as it, as it comes on, then it is likely that the blood sugar in the morning, even if it hasn't reached like clinical significance levels, like to where a blood test would actually show it's outside the normal range. It it ticks up over time, slowly over time, but we can we can do something about it, and the the sooner the better. That's absolutely why we want to have that perspective.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So one forty six, and then we're going to go to one forty three, right? So and now they're all for all of you, logical engineer type folks like myself, very logical. A to B to C. Yeah, want to see the steps. <laughs> These are going in order, but all of a sudden we're going to start grouping them together, and they're going to be out of order. So just giving you a heads up. So don't don't drive off the road in traffic, like it's okay. Uh, They're all gonna be in the show notes, but going down in chronological order, that really connects to episode 143, Mm. which has skyrocketed up in terms of the amount of downloads and I'm really happy that it has. And we've gotten a lot of messages about this one too, because why fasting matters in disease prevention and then snuggled right under that, getting your blood sugar under control, Mm -hmm. right? So. The epitome of why you and I look at fasting as a life giver, right? Fasting for life. We want lifestyle yeah. sustainability, long term health benefits. The weight is a secondary effect, right? Mm-hmm. Fasting allows you to get the weight off quicker, which allows your hormones and, uh, you know, hunger and cravings and energy and all that stuff to balance out, which when you start yeah. feeling better, you want to do more. The motivation continues.
1: Absolutely. So life opens up.
0: Yeah. Episode 143 has been so incredibly... I went back and re-listened to it again. And it's it's just one of those conversations that I think we need to do a better job about having more of them because Hmm. it really is about long-term disease prevention and avoiding those eight or nine reasons why people lose their life here in the United States due to blood
1: sugar or insulin-related issues. Yeah, it really starts to connect the dots because if you if you think about it in in the system that that we usually we go to if we if we have an issue or we have a symptom or or something else is wrong we we go to try to uh, localize it and and you know sp- uh, we we look to specialists to to put it in sort of some sort of like highly defined box and then the thing about uh, episode one forty three and disease prevention it starts to to connect the dots why fasting can help with a whole host of things that are interrelated that we've been trained to see them as very distinct separate kind of issues going on and we go yeah but fasting can't help with that and that can it how could fasting be good for my osteoarthritis and for potentially my my gout or my my um my, my heart disease prevention right. or my ldl or you know my crp how is that possible well an episode like like that one starts to connect those dots which are really really powerful in giving me like an underlying subconscious motivation to do more of what's working because I, I know it's, it's so freaking powerful, which is cool.
0: My least favorite and most favorite question we get, <laughs> can fasting help with blank?
1: Yes, yes, insert blank here. It so doesn't many matter. Other,
0: yeah. And it's so incredible how many things connect back to yeah. the energy processing system mm-hmm the hormonal energy processing system of the body. It's incredible how many have a direct relationship to blood sugar and insulin. So episode 143, um, going down from there, Tommy, still in order for now, um, taking a little (laughs) shift here in terms of application of some of this stuff, right, is episode 140. And this Mm -hmm. is the 80-20 rule of success. Going from, uh, this title is so cheesy, it's fine though. (laughs) Going from OMAD to OMG, right? So. The 80-20 success, the rule of success and going from OMAD to OMG. Yeah. So before you share a thought on that, I'm just <laughs> going to mention the elephant in the room here. If you're yeah. hearing some noises and some throat clearing and a little nasally, yeah, the plague showed up in the Wadier household this holiday season. We're good for one a year um, <laughs> where the whole family kind of suffers through it and uh, we're powering through, right? Yeah. And we ran out of calendar. We couldn't not record this. So it's like, all right, we're going through it. We've got our recolas. We've got our throat spray. We've got our water. So thank you for, for, for working and giving us a little grace as we're going through this. Um, so last year it was Thanksgiving for the Wadier family. This year it was the week leading up to and through the holiday. Everybody's Mm -hmm. fine. We're good. We're coming back to the land of living, the sun shining, you know, I blame partly the Texas bipolar weather, we went from 71 day in the middle of me cutting my grass. It was then 30 degrees two hours later. Yeah. And then it was 15 Ridiculous. degrees later that night. So just getting the elephant in the room out there for you. Appreciate your, uh, your grace as we kind of go through this because, um, it hasn't happened yet, but I, I, I really hope I don't miss the cough button. So yeah, episode 140, 80, 20 rule. How do we keep the 80, 20 rule front of mind and avoid that perfectionist type mindset?
1: Oh my gosh. And speaking of perfectionist mindset, one of the most common questions we also get is, Hey, I, I'm not feeling hundred percent. I got a bit of a cold right now. Reach. Yeah. Does a, does a, a cough drop, you know, break my fast? What about a little throat care. tea, you know, or whatever? It's like, keep, the, keep that timer going. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't worry about that cough drop. Don't worry about yeah. a drop or two of honey in your tea. Should keep I keep going? going? Feel better yeah (laughs) feel better and but if you know if you're if you're feeling good if you're feeling like I don't need to eat right now then then don't you know like keep the timer going Like, like that's that's what I'm doing right right this very moment so the 80 20 rule of success is really like going okay I I really shouldn't just expect perfectionism from myself or perfection um with my fasting or or basically with with anything else there's there's a level of like I can get, I can get this right. I can do it really, really well without it being quote unquote perfect because, but like, as I, as I get into the mindset of like tracking every calorie, every macro, all that kind of stuff, weighing out everything that can really put me far over on the left with the perfection mindset. But if I'm trying to bring that over to fasting and then I'm giving myself those lashings that you talked about earlier, every time I like have a cough drop or. Maybe I, I wasn't even thinking about it. I took a bite of my kids' food or I like tasted something at dinner or or whatever it might be. There there's so many number of ways. Or I said can, yes like,
0: to a, a an opportunity to go get lunch when it wasn't part of my plan or the yeah. donuts at
1: work or the yeah. holiday cookies something or, got me. or yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. something
0: got me. I'm off my plan. Oh, here we go again. Right. Like that's yeah, yeah we that's what we want to avoid.
1: Yeah, because that then then it just it just further puts me into that that like, oh well, I'm I'm not getting this one right either just like I I didn't get them right in the past but right. if we, if we just know if we're if we're on track and we're making good decisions 80% of the time we're, we're going to get it like we're going to we're going to eventually get there we're going to get closer and closer to our actual goals without trying to you know just just reach reach something that doesn't really exist. Like life's not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. So, um, so building that into the equation and having the mental flexibility for it um, goes a long way. So that's another one of those mindset ones that I, that I really feel like is important. Right. We get a lot of we get a lot of feedback on that one too. Yeah, and we we want to avoid that that we want to delay, don't
0: deny, right? We want to sure. delay that gratification and rewire the happy hormones and the dopamine and all of those things mm-hmm. because what we don't want to do is. Overly restrict for long periods of time, because we know that that results typically in overindulgence. So like statically indulging in your favorite foods in moderation now during your fasting windows, your eating windows, excuse me, once yeah. you break your fast, so that you don't overindulge in them in the future, right? So that's how you move from a scarcity mindset to an abundance of mindset around your favorite mm. foods. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things we get a lot is, well, the next episode, right? Clean versus dirty fasting. Yep. What about bone broths and lemon in my water? Can I have a flavored Waterloo? What yeah. about an LMNT occasionally or a relight, you know, electrolyte salt or... Yeah. Tablespoon of creamer
1: in my coffee.
0: Creamer in my coffee, right? So that's episode 134 is that clean versus dirty fasting. And, you know... Where you stand on that is very closely tied to episode 133, which is something that we've coined the fasting types. And this is after mm. just shy of 2 million downloads and hundreds of thousands of messages across, I don't know, probably tens of thousands. I probably, you know, over exaggerated there a little bit. I mean, thousands and thousands of emails. Yeah. I know that for sure because I see them all. all right. <laughs> and thousands of messages. And Four thousand people going plus forty five hundred plus going through challenges, mm. yeah, just shy of the million two million dollars, right? so like lots of of data that show yeah. fasting
1: types absolutely, like when we get into those fasting types it it becomes like i i need to I need to be able to understand what I typically do, what my behavior patterns are, especially when the fasting police aren't around like that that that's it's like, okay, what if, what if I didn't set my timer today? What if uh, it, I'm going into holiday season and, and things are just kind of up in the air, you know, and I'm not feeling quite as motivated or quite as disciplined, uh, or I feel like my willpower is kind of dropping. Like, what are those behavioral patterns that, that I tend to exhibit by default? And if I can understand that a little bit better, get a little bit of perspective on that, then that means I can start doing things to insulate myself from some of those default things. And then I, I know where potential pitfalls are coming before they actually hit me. So it's like an ounce of prevention is worth you know a pound of cure kind of thing. So if I can insulate myself from some of those, it goes a long way towards like long-term sustainable success here. And what that
0: definition of the application of the 80-20 rule, right? So episode 140. And then when we talk about the clean versus dirty fasting and what breaks and what doesn't, Right. That really comes from the foundational core values of your fasting type. Yes. Those foundational habits of are you a fasting freelancer where you just pivot all the time and think your willpower is gonna gonna like yeah. get you this. through? That's, I got it. I got I'll make it, yeah. I'll figure it out later. Right. Right. Type I don't A's. need a plan for it. Right. <laughs> right. No, I'm good. I don't need a plan, forget the plan, right? So yeah. inside joke. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got your weekend warrior, which is a large portion of the people that we talk to or have True. heard from in terms of you you're doing great monday through thursday then friday saturday sunday the potential wheels can come off calorically indulgently mindset wise right like like, oh i'll start again monday Mm -hmm. yeah insulin load a lot of the insulin load can come just from those two and a half days on the weekend if you start with friday night and go through to monday and then your gratuitous grazing right so the extra the extra Open-ended window, right? When you yeah. when you open your window, or the what's in the pantry? Yeah, what's oh, going yeah, on in there? Check out the pantry, what's right? The revolving what's in pantry the fridge? door. Yep.
1: yep, the
0: kids' plates. We got I'm three kids from under six. Here. Yeah, there's <laughs> snacks and awesome Applegate Farms chicken sausages and leftover yeah. scrambled eggs with pepperoni. And
1: oh, you're not going to eat all that? Okay, that's cool.
0: <laughs> hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, And now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use our promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He is our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is, uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35-plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is, Uh, We had a feeling that it was something that we were missing, and the indoor air air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days, in some cases up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors, and we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money, and they have not done the results that air doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room they filter out 99.99 of dangerous contaminants that includes pollutants such as allergens pollen pet dander dust mite mold spores and even bacteria and viruses so i don't know what it was that was keeping them up but it is now gone so air doctor comes with a 30-day breathe easy money back guarantee so if you don't love it send it back for a refund minus shipping Head to airdoctorpro.com. use promo code fasting for life to receive up to $300 off air purifiers, an exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value that's exclusive to you the podcast listener now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life you guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the Fasting for Life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in. And now back to today's episode. (laughs) Let me see that. Oh, (laughs) you you don't want that sourdough roll that has Kerrygold butter on it? That you just asked me for, that I just toasted for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So, real life stuff here. So, you typically identify with one primary, and then you'll have a secondary. And a lot Mm -hmm. of that stuff's come from, you know, the outside stresses the are you bored, angry, lonely, tired, hungry, stressed, et cetera. But those, that decision on how you're going to create your, fasting lifestyle, right? And we started with episode 150, tenants of a su- successful fasting lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, those fasting types are foundational for those decisions that you make of what you are going to air quotes allow versus not allow and how you're going to put that delayed gratification in to to rewire those long term, the long-term habit change. So one thing we haven't talked a lot today yet about Tommy is food.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's important.
0: It's interesting because you went and pulled, we each took We each took this initiative for this episode yeah. Yeah. and bear with us. We're about, we're, we're over halfway through here. And we, we went through and I went and looked at like a very logical approach and you went and looked at the more (laughs) applicable life application nuanced kind of approach. Yeah. And if I had to label them, yin and yang on this one. (laughs) Right. And then we came together. We're like, wow, like these are the same types of conversations. And some 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 consistent threads started showing up, and one of them was when we talk about foods or sugars and the food compass, which is a travesty for wasted research oh, dollars, yeah. in our opinion. Right. And you know the conversation around willpower versus discipline, right? So some of the ones that we thought would be really impactful that had to do with foods, um, I don't know if they resonated the way we expected, or I don't know if there's a little gap here yeah, because sometimes when you come to fasting, um, there is this misconception that it's about weight loss and or mm-hmm. then I can eat whatever I want during my eating opportunity. Yeah. And if we're starting with the foundational principle that fasting is one of the most powerful things you can do to get into caloric restriction and balance hormones. And reverse and prevent disease then that we're coming at it from the wrong perspective thinking that what we eat doesn't matter as much as when we eat
1: yeah and we get that that a lot too like can't i just eat whatever i want you know since i'm fasting well you know the, the thing about it is when if i have If I have uh, poor nutritional choices, but they're coming in on a consistent basis, maybe two, three, four times a day, maybe five, six, seven different eating opportunities between snacks and and planned meals and things like that, um, I have a lot of opportunity for, for a mixture of different types of foods, different macronutrients, different micronutrients, vitamins and mineral, spectrum, all that kind of stuff. Okay? Um, so I'm like casting a wide net. It's like throwing throwing stuff at the wall and just kind of seeing what sticks. So a lot of good stuff is going to come in, maybe too many calories, too much insulin, too many processed carbohydrates. But at the same time, there's some good stuff in there too. And now, so when I start consistently fasting, I have fewer nutrition opportunities there. And so each one of those, I need to treat it like, okay, that, that's, a, that's a little more, it, it's less frequent now. So I I need to be m- more intentional with it because I have fewer opportunities to bring They're in more the important. right things. Yeah, they are. I need to be bringing in the right things when I do break those fasts so that I can continue to, you know, thrive during the times when when food's not coming in whether that's on a temporary basis cuz I'm more in a fat loss mode or because I still want to restrict insulin and and keep it from accelerating disease processes even when I'm at a healthy weight that I want to maintain. So those nutrition opportunities are absolutely like crucial. And so those those conversations are are very real. And there's a lot of good perspective in a, in a few of those episodes from this last year, too.
0: Yeah. So episode 121, is food mm-hmm. addiction real? And does that matter? How sugar affects the brain? One of the most downloaded episodes. Episode 124, the food compass. Now, if you want to laugh a little, and the food compass is, it's an yeah. abomination. Yeah but but we talk about identifying what a healthy food truly is, what that looks yeah. like for you personally long term. And then interestingly, in this group, we want to talk about episode 125, which is willpower versus discipline because most of us didn't get into the situation we're in by eating too much broccoli. Sure. Or having too much willpower to avoid the indulgent foods or the mm. constant grazing or snacking or pivoting or free all of that stuff we just mentioned, right? In that yeah. previous couple of episodes, we talk about temptation bundling and how to shift from willpower or won't power to I want power, yeah, right? Which then leads to the connection point of like this group right here of episode 126, which is, you know, how do I get back on track? How do I choose my schedule? Mm. What do I do if I get dizzy? How do I manage alcohol? Yeah. So the decision-making process of willpower versus discipline or want power versus won't power, right? The restrictive side, Mm we want to shift that into a positive light. Talk about what we're up against with foods, relationship with foods, food addiction, the food compass, and then transfer that into action on episode 126 of What do I do when I'm just looking for some more consistency?
1: Yeah, I I hear a lot of things that kind of resonate with me and and some of my old patterns, which were that willpower was very high, like going into the beginning of the year. And so I could set a big goal for myself and I could have a lot of willpower and won't power at the beginning of the year because I knew I had a bigger list of things that I needed to like restrict or basically like eliminate, at least for a while, so I could get the, the needle to move, get the scale to budge. And whether or not it, it worked, usually it was very temporary, maybe for a matter of a few weeks, maybe it carried in with me towards like middle of February, if I was kind of lucky. But at the same time, I was never focused on, I want power, which is where all the real power comes from. And the small things that we actually set up for small habits that stack up over time, which is, which is converting the willpower or won't power, or even I want power into the discipline of actually like showing up on a daily basis with small little things that, that actually continue to build over time. So that's the transition into the discipline because the discipline is what carries me when, when times aren't exciting, or when I don't feel that urgency like coming into the beginning of the year, or I don't have an event or a wedding that I'm planning for or something like that. It's, it's the discipline that, that comes in during the quiet times but then those are the moments that, that really add up. You know. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Nothing to add there other than the connection between
0: these four right here is something mm-hmm. that we didn't realize until we went back and looked. So going back from episode 126 to 125 to 124 to 121, group those together, and I think you'll see some pretty cool stuff come out of it if, with re-listening or putting some, some reflection on those specifically. Yeah. Here's where it gets a little wonky because there's a couple other things that we really want to highlight in terms of important conversations that we've had this year Tommy mm-hmm. that we had not had previously and that is the diving into the vat. Mm. So vavavav room vat yeah. not fat vat <laughs> that, that yeah. is a form of fat visceral adipose tissue yeah. and how that has now become my new focus
1: mm-hmm.
0: the second half of 2022 And now moving forward through 2023, tapping into the visceral adipose burning potential that comes with fasting and how we can optimize that. Because visceral adiposity, we have two episodes to highlight here. And this is where we get out of order, which is why I said it gets a little wonky. (laughs) We've got episode 128 and 119. So what is visceral fat, the association of visceral fat with insulin resistance, right? So Mm -hmm. specifically to one of the things that we love about fasting is getting insulin under control, turning you into a metabolically healthy, flexible fat burning machine rather than a fat storing individual. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about episode 128, fructose sugar relate and how it's related directly to insulin resistance and visceral adiposity. Now we're not talking about run and hide from fruit.
1: Right. Okay.
0: no when fruit is consumed with fiber in its natural form, you don't have to worry about it. It's great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Berries, yeah. green apples, fine, okay? We're not talking yeah. about that. But episode 128 specifically speaks about the sugars, fructose's relationship to insulin resistance and visceral fat. So episode 128 and 119 really go together.
1: Yeah, and like 128 is, is highlighting some of the fact of, of what we just talked about, which is that if I eat just anything during my nutrition opportunity or my eating window then it can still be directly related to insulin resistance and visceral adiposity which is exactly where i want to get fully away from i want to turn 180 (laughs) degrees away because those are what determine the disease you know progression processes of the cardiometabolic diseases and so that level of visceral adiposity we we need to reverse that process so we so in order to do that we have to understand Where it comes from how it develops and why fructose is is a key component you know in that because it it bypasses the the body's other mechanisms of clearing sugar it has to be cleared through the liver the only problem is when we have an overfilled liver here we go the only thing that we can do is is actually deposit that as visceral adipose tissue it's it's crazy and it's kind of counterintuitive which is absolutely why we need to know it and to have that perspective for the yep. next time we make a food or a fast breaking, you know, decision. Right. One of the things too, the frustrating
0: points for us is we operated outside of the standard system in healthcare that we currently have, requesting additional labs, you know, looking at insulin levels, tracking our blood sugar at home, even though we weren't, you know, diagnosed diabetics at that point, being able to connect it to The blood pressure ticking up over the years the cholesterol numbers being a little off the the liver enzymes being kind of wonky yeah Yeah, right and yet you know over here doing everything right you know working out calorie restriction eating healthy foods and still not getting the long-term sustainable result you know we're talking yeah yeah right get on the elliptical right years ago so making sure that we are when you get to a point and you start looking through a different lens, visceral adiposity through a DEXA scan or a body composition scan is a really powerful way to know where you stand in terms of cardiometabolic risk, because visceral adiposity is a direct relationship to you know some of those conditions. So the more that you carry, the higher risk you have. So, well, in the spirit of not reinventing the wheel, well, let's focus on getting our visceral the fat off our body. And getting the VAT down to increase our health and longevity, quality of life, you know, et cetera, as we go through the weeks to months to years of a fasting lifestyle. So, absolutely. You mentioned something there, and we're going to sneak in our our fasting. I mean, our exercise episode here. Yeah. So, episode one fifteen, mm-hmm. fasting, either fed. Excuse me. Exercising either fed or fasting. What should I do? How do I exercise? (laughs) I mean, I'm exercising five, six days a week. Should I do it fasted? Should I do it fed? What do we do? And this is the most kind of wrapped up in a little kind of gift with a bow on it. If you have questions about exercise, go listen to this episode.
1: Yeah. I think that's at the top of, of the questions that we get asked. Because usually, like you said, fasting, oftentimes people come to fasting for weight loss, you know? And so with weight loss comes exercise, because we we've all tried to eat less and move more to get the weight off. So we're still in the in the exercise realm. And exercise is amazing. There's oh, so many good so forms of, of exercise and so many good reasons to do it. However, a lot of times for fat loss and weight reduction. We've been kind of thinking about it in, in a way that doesn't really serve our long-term goals. Sometimes it makes fasting harder. Sometimes it makes fasting less effective. So there's a lot of good perspective in there about timing it with, with my nutrition opportunities or my fasting and also how to do it right and how to, you know, if I'm doing too much of it or a little too often or too intensely, right. how to back off a little bit and, right. and oftentimes see better results that way too.
0: Yeah, we talk about body composition in there as well, which links directly to the visceral adiposity. Episodes that we just mentioned. And I stumbled through the introduction of episode 115 as I was trying to mute and not cough and undo. So if I kept saying fasting instead of exercise, episode 115 is doing exercise fasted versus fed. Right. Right. Then everything you just said makes sense. Like, well, how do I fit it? What do I do? Is this right? Is this wrong? Right. And if you're new to fasting, simply just walking, you know, daily for 15 to 30 minutes and then putting a few you know, resistance training type, you know, 20 to 30 minute exercise regimens and is a perfect place to start. You don't need more than that if you're in a fat loss phase. The things that you do and the habits you build to get to maintenance are the same habits that are going to allow you to maintain those results, just applied differently. Yeah. That's a whole nother episode. I think that maybe that'll be next week's episode. All right. Yeah. (laughs) the last group for this week for as we wrap up today is going all the way back as we foreshadowed at the beginning today going all the way back to episode 106 which is how we started this podcast in 2022 which was how john lost 50 plus pounds in four months
1: Mm.
0: the difference between a seven day fast or rotating 48 hour fast what do you eat to break your fast and fasting related to blood pressure and medications, right? Yeah. Right above that is episode 107 and 108, which we want to highlight here, Tommy. And the big takeaway for these two is going to be the marriage merge. These are the Q and A episodes. Yeah. And you guys love Q and A episodes. Like
1: y'all's questions questions
0: (laughs) are incredible. Yeah and we're gonna continue to do them and group them together. And there's so much overlap, but these two actually overlap as well because it's help, my spouse loves to cook, Mm -hmm. or how do I get my spouse on board? Because trying to live two completely different lifestyles in the same household, I can speak from experience. My wife is very different from me. She is Mm -hmm. calorie counter, tracking macro, very specific with her recovery and her workouts Mm -hmm. and her carbohydrate intake. She has zero visceral adiposity. Her CAC score is perfect. Zero heart risk, heart disease risk. Blood sugar is incredible. Insulin's incredible, right? A true picture of health and she's worked hard even with three kids over the last six years. And she's found something that works for her, which is the complete opposite of what I do. Yeah. Which is fasting. So we have taken hours and hours and hours and conversations and date nights and heart-to-hearts on figuring out how we are going to raise our kids, create healthy habits in them, right? Mm -hmm. And how we're gonna coexist doing completely opposite things. Yeah. So if you don't have the support of your social circles or your friends, your family, or most importantly, your partner, then it's going to make again, which is where we begin with the end in mind, what we want, long-term sustainability. We Mm. don't want to do all the work and then not be able to keep it. You don't want to make all the money and then give it all away, right? Oh, whoops. Worked my whole career for this retirement fund and now, oh, I just, you know, wrong click of the button and it's gone, right? Mm. No, you want to keep it. And these two episodes, episode 107 and 108, really talk about how to get that spousal unit or that you know you can extrapolate it out to that
1: social circle on board sure yeah could be social circle could be the people who are important to you at the office Co-workers, or yep. yeah or or at church or or anything like you know insert any any social dynamic here
0: softball but, clubs yeah uh, softball teams yeah all the all the fun life stuff
1: yeah yeah what if what <laughs> yeah what if i was going out with the guys you know after a softball game and then you know they were giving me a hard time cuz they were going to go grab some beers or grab a snack or something like that and then i'm fasting or or you know just just those those little decision points kind of in the moment that that can matter because if if the the softball group is is important to me and i feel like i'm just completely rowing in the opposite direction of them have no no ability to kind of merge realities with them or feel like i'm participating and enjoying at the same time something's, something's going to get to a frustration point for me. So understanding that and kind of future pacing it for myself is the same thing with, with something as important as the marriage merge and like getting my spouse on board or like getting on the same page with my spouse. Cause communication is hard. Communication is one of those things that we can all always level up on. Like, I don't care who you are or how well you communicate. We can always do better. There's always more yeah. communication, right? Yeah. Just <laughs> listen me. to
0: how I talked about episode one fifteen, right? Train wreck, right? We'll bring it back here and finish strong. (laughs) These are the last three we want to highlight. And this is going back to where we started at the beginning of 2022. And it's not just the marriage merge in episode 107 and 108. There's how much should you eat? You know, what about cramps? You know, isn't fasting just calorie restriction, fasting conflicts, fasting boundaries, putting you first, right? You'll see all these campaigns out there right now. New year, new you. yay, Right. Yeah. Well, we know New Year's resolutions are statistically useless, right? Mm. So that's why last episode, we talked about setting some goals, putting your fasting wheel of life into play, ending the year with some momentum and some intention, putting some time into thinking what you want this year to look like. Yep, We talked through some of those situations, you know, even if you fasted for the entire year and your weight didn't change much, what has improved, right? That was a conversation we had last episode. Yeah. What are the things that were working when you were doing it and you were most importantly enjoying it, right? Yeah. So that's 107, 108 really at the essence is how you can do life and make, well, I mean, we named it for a reason. Fasting gave us our lives back. Better dads, better husbands. Yep. Still working on it, okay? Every moment of every, every day, day, especially in, in those progress. two categories. <laughs> better you know, leaders, better, like whatever it yeah. is, we're showing up differently because our health's been given back to us and fasting yep. did that. So fasting for life, going all the way back and starting at the beginning of 2022, fast forwarding now to the fact that we're in 2023, we wanna set the proper intention. So we really hope that the conversation today will give you some actionable guidelines on where to go on how to continue to set up taking the end of 2022 last mm-hmm. week and then turning it into some action this week and next week we're going to be talking about that beginner's guide we're going to come up with a better name but we're right now we're going to call it the beginner's guide to fasting mm-hmm. lifestyle okay and i know that's not what i called it at the beginning of this episode i don't care we're still working on it but it's being <laughs> completed in real time and right. then how you're going to take that and what your plan and your action is going to be for that year how we're going to zoom out to what it can look like in 12 months and then we are going to continue we're committing again. We're not going anywhere. You guys keep listening. We love and appreciate
1: mm-hmm. absolutely. If you're
0: new, thanks for giving us a shot. If you want to learn more about who we are and our story, go back and listen to episode 1. Over 55,000 people have listened to our story Tommy on how fasting yeah. has given us our life back. It's just so cool. Who the heck knew, right? Like I think yeah. we did our first episode you were on AirPods in a windy tunnel. And yeah. I think I was like, I don't know, sitting in my closet trying to like muffle the sound. I don't, I don't know.
1: No, the may have been been when grace. we had the, the cans with the strings in them.
0: Oh yeah, and right, yeah, old how, school, yeah, yeah. right? You were in the treehouse <laughs> outside, right? And then, you know, putting some intention into the year and we're gonna continue to deliver episodes every single week, continue yeah. to, leave, to deliver actionable things that you can do, continue to refine our, you know, information, continue to dive into the research, continue to bring you fasting challenges, New yeah. resources and support, so I'm Answer just really excited. Q and A's, yo, have Q and A's, please. Yes. We love you for submitting the questions, and we also appreciate again those, you know, the long term listeners. You guys have been with us. We appreciate all the reviews. We're very grateful that you have chosen us to be on this fasting journey, this fasting for life journey with you, Tommy. So, yeah, as we wrap up today's episode, final thoughts, and then invite into the fasting for life community.
1: Yeah. Final thoughts would be, leave that perfectionism at the door and go back to that episode 140 that we talked about with the 80 20 rule for success and and just yep take the recommendation on a few of those episodes. Just just start with one today or tomorrow as soon as you can. And and jump back into one, even if it feels a little strange because it's not in order or you've been trying to catch up from the beginning. Cause like we get we get those emails all the time, like, oh my gosh, like there's so many episodes. Where do I, where do I begin? Like just just take one of those threads that kind of resonated with you and just jump into it. Cause you can always, always go back and, and keep learning and and keep evolving. So so that's the way we level up without being too hard on ourselves and having realistic expectations as well. So I think it's cool. Set the intention for the year, and know you're going to have the, the you know the resources and the conversations to to help you know lead you in that direction.
0: Yeah, and if you want to find a group of people that are of like mind that are willing to be on this journey with you, head to the show notes. We've created a fasting for life community on Facebook. It is a place where there is only fasting related questions allowed. Just kidding. The first two <laughs> rules of fasting, as you know from us, are don't talk about fasting and don't talk about fasting. Yeah. especially if you're new come join us in the group continue the conversation get your questions answered and be around like-minded individuals so we can just absolutely crush our goals in 2023 Tommy so yeah. as we wrap up today thank you sir for the conversation thank you for as always going back through and just yeah. you know looking and and diving in and expounding on and just appreciative of of your time and effort and energy. And we just, we literally talk about fasting oh, 24 seven. We love it. Yes. It's been transformational for us and we yeah. continue to help you guide you through 2023.
1: So absolutely, let's
0: do it, Tommy, we got some work to do. Cool. Let's have some fun along the way. Thanks for listening
1: and we'll see you next week. Let's do it. Thanks, bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter, where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today.
0: Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.